0: Get ready to rumble.
2: Fumble? I fumbled it. <laughs> How is there not a uh, movie called Let's Get Ready to Fumble? Like a, <laughs> a, a,
0: a, like... a, f- a football boxing movie. No, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I was thinking the scratch... what, if,
0: what if you got to play football, but you punch people?
2: <laughs> well, I was thinking more of like a necessary roughness football scrappy losers (laughs) comedy
1: i mean both listen both are great
0: let's make them both
1: (laughs) (laughs) welcome to whm mailbag everybody this is the first mailbag of 2016 we got your letters here we're gonna read them so answer some questions tell some stories as is the tradition here on WHM mm-hmm. Mailbag. Steve Sadak, kick us off with the first one. Uh, Andrew uh, arrogantly challenged all the r- listeners on the
2: <laughs> Russell Madness episode to dare them to say, "Why would you ever want to be a pro wrestler?" But somebody wrote back that they would want to be a pro wrestler.
1: I legitimately was curious, I know, I'm and there was no, uh, you know, jerk jerking meant to it. <laughs> jerking. <laughs> I, I'll well, just keep drinking. You read the email. <laughs>
2: Hey, guys, I love your show. You guys are much better to listen to than the DJs on the classic rock station who keep ranting about political correctness
1: <laughs> Tune the station. You know, here's a tip in general. Don't listen to classic rock radio.
2: Um, I mean, I, I, it's, it's unfortunate. In New York, the best we got is the Q. We got no... Q1043? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm writing you guys because uh, you wanted to hear from people who wanted to be pro wrestlers. I have thought about uh, how to describe it as best I can, but I don't think I can do it without sounding like a new age guru talking about how we all are one with nature. Well, give it your best shot, pal. Uh, I loved watching it it, since I was in the fourth grade and always wanted to be a part of it. I want to say it's no different than anyone that's wanted to be an actor or a comedian or a musician. Uh, There is no better feeling in the world than seeing a match between some of the best wrestlers in the world and for 15 minutes forgetting pro wrestling is fake. Um, I finally took the plunge around my 27th birthday. I was on unemployment at the time. Hey, me too. Uh, and felt miserable because I had nothing going on in my life. Uh, uh, hey, me too.
1: Other than sitting <laughs> in front of the computer all day. It sounds like Steve's going to be a wrestler. <laughs>
2: oh, man. <laughs> the
1: littlest wrestler. Get ready for it. Can I just say, by the way, he enjoys watching 15-minute wrestling matches. What wrestling are you watching? Yeah, That's my all... biggest problem with today's wrestling. Mm-hmm. I checked back. What was it me and you watched? Was it last year's WrestleMania? Yeah, I think it was. We're talking like 25 minutes, these matches. Come on,
2: man. Most of it's everybody laying on the ground, reaching for the the, the ladder or something. (laughs) Um,
1: Reaching for the ladder. uh, (laughs) To heaven.
2: (laughs) So I found a place really close to me that was run by Joseph Von Schmidt. Sure. Sounds fake, but that's fine. Uh, If you asked what his character is, he would tell you it's a combination of Darth Vader and M. Bison. Ooh. I, I like that. So like Raul Julia meets James Earl Jones? I like the idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: You ever think they had dinner? I bet. Um, right? Yeah. Or just maybe, one quiet let's night. talk about acting. Yeah. Raul Julia. That, I
0: bet they did.
1: <laughs> you know uh, I was up for the role of Gomez Adams one time. <laughs> Hollywood's just not that progressive in
2: nineteen ninety-three. <laughs> it was a thing where it was going to be me and Felicia
1: Rashad. <laughs> And she dropped out. And I said, no, Felicia, no, Vader.
2: <laughs> no, I like the idea of James Earl Jones referring to himself in the third person as Vader. 100%. That's
1: how
0: he answers his personal line. Uh, you got Vader.
2: <laughs>
1: Make it quick. You have Vader here.
2: Everyone else would say his character was a Nazi. <laughs> uh, he was a very good guy and a great teacher. Uh, whenever I messed up or made a move in the ring, uh, got mad at me. He'd always tell me to not be so hard about myself to be hard on myself because I was just starting out and not in the level of someone like Triple H. Triple H is great. Uh, I stopped uh, a few months ago because I'd gotten a job at the, at the post office and it eventually hit a point where I no longer had the energy to continue training and work.
1: I'll tell you what, job at the post office. There's your wrestling character. Mm, oh man, the postman. Yeah, I like it. Did yeah. we ever have that in WWF? Uh, no, not really. They also right. got cute shorts. Yeah, <laughs> sh- yeah, yeah. You already know, got totally. the shorts. Totally.
2: Like you know, like the mailbag is something you could do oh, to somebody. Yeah. You My
1: could... God, he's reaching for the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs> and so on. Oh, he's going postal. <laughs> yeah, oh, going postal. Yeah. Oh I'll... shit, he's got him in Columbus Day. No letters are being delivered tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You know, something like that. Oh, of course they aren't, you fool! But I hope to get back to it soon, uh, since I have been feeling that spark again, and that I thought ten hours of delivering mail all day had had me put out. So he's, you know, he's back, getting back into it. Right. Uh, well, I, hope answer, oh, I hope this answers. I hope this answers your question. Like <laughs> I
0: said, there's, it, there's still more. Sorry. Uh,
2: but I hope this answers your question. Like I said, there's something I don't think I can quite explain to someone who doesn't feel the same way. You just see a ring wrestlers performing, and you think I need to be in there. Love the show, and hope you guys have a great twenty sixteen. Love C. Thank you, C. You know, yes. honestly, that's a, That's a really nice thing. And it's, yeah, I, thanks
0: I, for I, answering it honestly. You know, and it was it's interesting to have that slice of life. And by the way, congrats on the job at the post office. Seriously, that's, that's a, a real good gig.
2: real good gig. Benefits, a nice nice pensiony
1: deal, and, and all that.
0: it's a great you know like mm. we need mail.
1: We mm, need deliveries, we need mail. man. And most importantly. I would like to state that uh, Steve is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> because I legitimately wanted right. to know, and someone legitimately answered. I and know, I get I was, what I he's saying, though. Sure. Because the thing about it is, like, I think, like, you know, you think about like putting that candle out, right? For, yeah, sure. for us, it's like, how about just try not doing comedy, right? Yeah. And you can't, it's hard to, like, program your brain. So I totally get what C's saying. Absolutely. I just, I've always been curious if there was a moment where you just saw, like, the ram jump off the top turnbuckle and you were like, Buck, and there it is. I knew a dude
2: in high school who did all of it? He did the backyard stuff. He went to Japan for a bit. He does stuff now. Like wow, he's wow. like a real deal amateur wrestler. Um, I'm not gonna out him because whatever. But like he's a <laughs> don't out him.
1: No, but I mean like he, it's not like he's an amateur child pornographer. <laughs> no, no, but I don't know if
2: he wants the, the whatever. You know, I'm not No, you're
0: right. Him. You don't. You, it's a it's a stage name. You don't want to say his real yeah, name. But like,
2: it's, but he's like you know he's a really well known amateur wrestler. People, he had like a tattoo. Some dude. Got a tattoo of this guy's wrestling character on him. Get the fuck out of here. It was like, wow, this guy's, you know... We have yet to have
0: WHM tattoos mailed in.
1: Yeah, I would feel... Hey, let me tell you, we all hate movies at (laughs) gmail.com. If you're thinking about getting it, a couple of ideas, the image from uh, our, our DC poster, if you pick that up... Possibly the WHM Mount Rushmore. Get all them ugly fuckers Mm -hmm. tattooed on your back. Absolutely. Just listen. Just some ideas. Just throwing it out there. Just seeing what sticks.
0: Or uh, our stage names. (laughs) Thank God no one knows our real names. Oh, no. Yeah. Heaven forbid. Yeah. We're all fake.
1: All right. Here we go. What's the next letter?
0: Hooting and hollering during the Hateful Eight. Oh, Jesus. Hey, gang. I saw the Hateful Eight recently at a 2 p.m. matinee. As I walked in and I observed that the theater was about a third full, mostly of old folks and 20-somethings with nothing better to do on a weekday. Mm-hmm. About 15 minutes into the movie, Jennifer Jason Lee spouts off with howdy. N-word. Yeah. Yes. Should I say that? Should I say the N-word? No, you're
1: not Quentin Tarantino. I'm, but I'm quoting a beloved Quentin Tarantino line. <laughs> I think we're good. I think You know what? I think everybody at home is caught up. No one's in Confederate
2: dress. I think it's it's harder <laughs> to swallow when you're not Who looking what? at someone in Confederate dress. I, I, I always <laughs>
0: dress in Confederate undies.
2: Oh, meundies.com, Confederate style.
0: Wait, 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 wait,
2: wait, wait, wait what.com? meundies.com. Meundies? We're not doing an ad for them.
1: No, I know. Can just, you make custom underwear? Well, they, they they're a very they they, they You they, just went to reach in your pocket. I thought you were about to show me your underwear right no, now. No, 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 no. Um they You're, were yeah. they're, they're a big podcast sponsor. Right? Oh, I see. Well, right. they didn't sponsor this show. Right. So. No, they did not. Whatever. Let's just keep reading. By the way, I was going to say <laughs>
0: Confederate underwear. That's the only thing fit for that flag is skid marks. <laughs>
1: Excellent! So, the theater, wow, bravo!
0: <laughs> the theater erupted in laughter about the uh, the, the, the beloved line. Uh huh. There was one guy whose laughter was a little too raucous. Uh huh. You'll, <laughs> You'll get that in a
2: Quentin screening. Oh man, will you get that? Uh huh.
0: <laughs> like racist old guy raucous. Uh-huh. I quickly realized that this was not a racist old man, but instead a twenty-something who could not contain his enthusiasm for the movie. Oh, wow. Steve, were you were you there? <laughs> I <was> not there. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're tw- you're 30 something now. <laughs> Probably because he had enjoyed a few tall glasses of water in the parking lot beforehand. I mean, allegedly.
1: Allegedly, mm. we don't know.
0: This gentleman and his friends were quite vocal throughout the movie, often piping up with,
1: "Oh shit!" <laughs> "Oh, wow, that sucks." At
0: foreshadowing moments and oh my god and what the hell and like at, at the shocking parts <laughs> not to mention loud and boisterous belly laughs throughout now because i had also enjoyed a few glasses of water in the parking lot beforehand, were we've spoken up with these guys
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the same car <laughs> It's also two o'clock in the afternoon. What's going uh, on? On a weekday. Oh, dude. Listen, yeah. you know what? Sometimes you just take a day off of work. Or I <laughs> smell my unemployed brethren just living it. I'm yeah. not, listen, I'm not in a position to judge. No, it's certainly not. Their rowdy behaviors only,
0: enha- only enhanced the movie for me. Okay. And I find myself
1: laughing and
0: vocalizing louder than I normally would have at movies. Uh, I'm sure the older folks at the screening were not impressed by the hooting and hollering going on, but for me, it made the the theater experience fun and a a violent Tarantino movie even better. Mm -hmm. My question to the WHM crew is this. When is it okay to vocalize at public theaters, and when does it make you an asshole? Love the show. Keep up the good work, Great question, actually. It is a
1: great question.
0: Thank you, Andy. That is a good question. I would say, like... Like you're doing a midnight show or like uh something that's like billed as to be fun, to react to
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, here's here's when you're an asshole in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like sorry. No. Yeah. You know, no way. Not Especially during that he, movie. Well, he
0: enjoyed they enjoyed it more than he would have because
1: of it. But he doesn't know that. He said that. He said that he enjoyed it. And, um, unless he saw it twice and the other time it was dead silent in the theater, he doesn't know that. And the other thing is yeah, the was, other
2: people in the audience clearly didn't enjoy it as much because people are hooting and hollering. The theater
1: has to be either 100% yes. in the red or 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 nothing. Yeah, I agree. You, you got you to gotta feel the audience. You got to feel the room. Like, yeah, to Eric's point, like a, a midnight movie.
0: Or like when a you, big cult movie. Like, oh, we're you, seeing The Big Lebowski for the 50th time. Exactly. You're going to yeah. go.
2: You're you're not expected to hear every line of dialogue a brand new quentin tarantino movie probably not a good idea also like hooting and hollering at the n-word and i, I even at my my screening at the roadshow screening uh in village east people were laughing a little too hard at uh, jennifer uh jason lee jennifer jason lee i kinda want to say jennifer tilly for some reason she's jennifer, certainly not in that movie. jennifer jason lee getting punched in the face and that kind of stuff And it's like yeah it's not the movie i want to watch
1: yeah i mean i you know i kind of had the the best possible way to see that movie it sounds like from everyone else that i've heard who went to see it i had a good experience did you i mean
0: it was I, dead silence that's awesome me, like the first showing of the day like 11am it's what, what you, you want
2: you don't get assholes that are like who, like elbowing yeah. each other hard <laughs> through it
1: yeah like i i went to the exhibitor screening and those are always like kind of just totally dead and it yeah. was like it was me and six other people in a screening room above robert de niro's restaurant downtown Ooh. and it was like it was awesome. It was a big screening room. And it is was that like, by the Good
2: Coats or are they further back?
1: Oh, it was up the stairs, man, dude. <laughs> let me tell you, you walk into Robert De Niro's restaurant. This is ridiculous. I'm like, I think is that I have no the-
2: booze. i making that up, or is that
1: no? It's the Tribeca Grill. Okay, and he. <laughs> I thought it was a code situation, man, because I'm like, I got the address right, but this is clearly a restaurant. Yeah. And I walk in, I'd never been to the screening room the before. Freezer. And I'm like, where is it? And there's like the kitchen. And I'm like, what is going on? And there's this tiny sign. It may as well have been handwritten that just says screening room with an arrow up the stairs. And I'm like, uh-huh. And then you get up the stairs and it's There's, like, kitchen, and there's waitstaff everywhere, and, like, one little door, and it was, like, a movie theater. It was so weird, but it was, like, dead quiet, I feel like that's where you need to watch this movie. Have you ever
0: been to the weird, bizarro screening room in the back of the Planet Hollywood in Times
1: Square? No. I don't even
0: know if... That might be gone by now.
1: I've never been.
0: Uh, WHM legend Chris Cabin. (laughs) brought me there we both saw i think it was southland tales oh like a press screening of it there and that was bizarre because you're walking through you know old hollywood oh to go watch
1: southland and
2: chicken wings and tenders (laughs)
1: that's (laughs) weird but yeah
2: i i do think that you do need to to answer you do just need to smell the room Know what the the release is? Like, yeah, to Eric's point, if it if it is a midnight movie or it, maybe a horror movie,
1: you could be a little more boisterous, have a little more fun. Depends on the title, but yes, I totally agree with that. Or like
0: a comedy, like like like, like when we all I mean, we all saw it separately, but Borat, for instance, was like a phenomenon in this. Oh theater. yeah, everyone yeah, was yeah, going oops you're,
2: you're you're calling back and whatever, and that's what it is. You just I feel like you know what's going on, and if you're in a if you're in a Saturday screening with a or a, a weekday screening with a bunch of old people that aren't enjoying it, you gotta cede the room to them.
1: Yeah, Cabin and I had the best Borat, by the way. We went and saw it at BAM, and no, I don't want to hear it. I don't what. Oh no, what? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Oh, but very, very nice. nice. <laughs> very <laughs> nice yeah. Indeed. No, we saw it at BAM in Brooklyn, and uh, <laughs> the row in front of us was Heath Ledger and Michelle Williams. And oh, like, nice. Heath Ledger. I'll never forget it. He was like, one. He bought like. Tons of snacks for all his friends, and they were like, no. And he was like, yeah, no, 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 I got it. I'm Heath Ledger. Yeah. He, like, bought everything. And then during the movie, hooting and hollering, the two of them laughing oh, their ass my, off. Hey, in the movie kick
0: season. him out of the theater.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, so here we go. The next one. The Theater of 1,000 Projectionist Errors. Ooh, that sounds bad. Hello, WHM crew. I've been a regular listener for a few years now and owe you a number of life debts for all the times your podcast has kept me awake on my long drives to and from work. We'll be cashing those in uh, shortly. Uh, Don't worry about it. I wanted to tell you about a theater where I experience... I want to tell you about a theater where I experienced a number of problems during movie viewing. Oh, was it the
0: regal Kaufman Astoria?
1: (laughs) God, fuck that theater. And a strange one that maybe Andrew can shed some light on. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, Growing up in rural Wisconsin, my friends and I had one seven-screen cinema that we frequented as we had no other options for theaters within a reasonable distance. In late 2003, a new theater opened in a city that was roughly the same distance as our usual stomping grounds. Naturally, we decided to try it out as we had not experienced stadium seating in a movie theater before. We quickly fell in love and it soon replaced the older, stickier floored theater as our movie-going place of choice. However, I began to experience a string of problems that I don't know if I can even chalk up to coincidence or not. It started with Hellboy, where I swear the movie was out of focus the entire duration of the film, entirely possible. It's my not, friends... not, It's not Guillermo del Toro, I'll tell you that much. I can keep a movie in focus. Oh yeah, he can focus a camera. It's very <laughs> easy to keep a projector out of focus. My friends didn't know what I was talking about, but I kept checking my glasses every 20 minutes or so, uh, thinking that if they weren't seeing it, it had to be me. I left the theater with a headache, hoping I hadn't suffered a mild stroke, seeing as how my friends denied noticing the blur. Another film I can't remember ran with a black screen for the first five minutes before something finally fixed it. Uh, another totally common problem.
0: <laughs> or, or or maybe that was imaginary as well. Oh, so Maybe this is like my mind is going.
1: <laughs> my mind is a movie theater. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban stopped dead 30 minutes in opening weekend, and I was certain I was going to see my first public lynching. Let's get ready to fumble, everybody. Jeez. <laughs> Still, the manager announced everyone was going to get a free movie pass. Uh, yeah, I've been there. Uh-huh. Um, at that point, I was fed up and wanted to go back to our old theater, but friends and family alike, wow, friends and family alike, telling this dude to go fuck himself, uh, <laughs> said I was overreacting and that they can't Just up shut again. up <laughs> We like that stadium seating! Oh, my God. <laughs> they have hot dog nuggets, you idiot! <laughs> You're not my son. <laughs> so... Using my free movie pass, my friends and I saw the late showing of Dodgeball the next week, where the strangest thing happened. Was it a ghost? <laughs> yeah, the ghost of Rip Torn's a character in that movie. <laughs>
0: He's amazingly still alive.
1: <laughs> I thought it was odd that there seemed to be no music during the opening credits, but didn't give it a second thought. Then, during the training montage, Rip Torn pressed play on a boombox, and no music played. The actors just proceeded to finish the montage with no soundtrack, just rip-torn shouting obscenities. My friends and I looked at each other, agreeing something was off. Uh, It soon became obvious to everyone else in the theater that there were stretches of silence where music should be, making Dodgeball the most eerie film I've ever seen in a movie. (laughs) Again, back when you were running 35, it's a common problem. Sound channels, it depends upon your sound system. It's a thing that can totally happen. I do love the idea of seeing the movie Dodgeball
2: with the steely confidence of No Country <laughs> for Old Men. You know what I mean? Like, wow, this movie's really headshore. And, like, oh, it's, it's really making me uncomfortable. Look, Where's the music going yeah, to This
0: just, movie doesn't need music to make me feel things. just dialogue. It'd be great if, like, even the bouncing of the balls were silent. <laughs>
1: Uh, judging by the lingering crowd in the lobby after the movie, a number of people were looking to get a refund or a free pass. Turns out the manager had left for the night. What the fuck? Leaving a wide-eyed sixteen-year-old working the snack counter to take the heat from all the pissed-off people. No, I'll tell you what was going on. That manager was hiding in the back. <laughs> I it. Uh we stopped going to that theater, and I still wonder about how the movie could have played with dialogue but no music. I know you've talked about uh, your terrible theater experiences before, but what are the oddest ones you've had more in line with what happened to me? Keep up the great work you guys, Taylor. That stuff happens all the time. I mean, yeah. it, it was more prevalent when you were running 35 millimeter and there was like you know, a, a whole slew of things that could happen. Right. You're not just pressing a computer file, essentially. So, so yeah. the
0: death of film is good, says Andrew <laughs> <Chupin>.
2: <laughs> I, I, uh I will say the worst theater in New York City is the Angelica. Um Okay, that's you, a, it's a bold claim, but okay. If you go downstairs, you're sitting right above a subway, and that thing will rattle every so often.
1: So if you're trying to get... There's one theater where it doesn't happen, though. And I wanted to tell you this, because you and I talk about it all the time. Because mm-hmm. when I went to see Chirac... Listen, I also hate going to Angelica. Yeah, it's it's not fun. When I saw Chirac there, if you go down the escalator and take a right, that back corner theater, the okay. little tiny one... It's like Theater 6 or something. No one outside of the city this. It's not above the this. F train? It's not. No. <laughs> yes. And there's no there's no trains. Yeah. So Which that's you, it. But the, 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 other other bad part, theater. the
2: other thing about uh, it is there is no stadium seating. There's no dip whatsoever. You're just kind of sitting. It, I,
0: you know what? The thing is, like, everyone loves stadium seating. But, like, I just moved in uh-huh. the new theater by me doesn't have stadium
1: seating it's a new
0: I'm, it's a new theater or new to you new to me uh-huh. yeah new to me um and i'm kind of digging it i oh, really dig the non-stadium
1: i like non-stadium I man give I'm, me that
2: slant i'm a short gentleman and i need i need a little bit of a dip here man <laughs> and the, the funny thing is i realized that i needed glasses by at being at angelica yep andrew and i went to a screening of the lives of others great movie and the Almost nobody was there. I think it was right after it won the award. It was probably before it won the award, actually, for best uh, foreign film. Oh, it year.
1: must have been. I see all the movies before the Oscars. <laughs> and um,
2: uh, It's a foreign language movie. It's a German movie, and it's got subtitles. And we get seats all the way in the back because it's the Angelica, and that's a good idea. And Great, I kinda, great
0: movie, by the way. It is.
2: Oh, it's a super great movie. And I can't read the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of like... I'm doing the uh, better, worse, to myself by going row to row because no one's there. By the end of it, I was like right up front like, aha, uh-huh, got it.
1: Oh, that was an instance of me being a real jerk because you were like, I can't read the subtitles. Do you want to move closer? And I was like, nah, you got it. <laughs> yeah.
0: When when I saw Castaway, uh-huh. um, the fire alarms started going off and like... It was during the scene where the the FedEx plane is crashing. Oh, so I was like, "Oh my god, the sound is amazing! <laughs> it's amazing, Zemeckis. How'd you do it? Wait, I have to leave.
2: <laughs> wow, Zemeckis, how'd you make me leave this theater?
0: Yeah, so I had to, and it was kind of a bummer because then I'm like, oh, jeez, I gotta go watch the first half of fucking Castaway." <laughs>
1: again (laughs) yeah yeah that's tough actually so this what this person uh this taylor was asking i think i i have one it wasn't a public screening but uh we were running down the print of uh signs the Shyamalan movie and we're uh we're watching the movie like after hours big crowd of friends in the theater and everything and it's right after um, the video footage of the kid's birthday party. Oh, that part's terrifying. Yes, yeah. when the alien runs past the alleyway. Yeah. Immediately after the alien is out of frame... Uh, that huge brownout happened, and the theater oh, lost power, no. and the emergency floodlights came on. And then a real alien walked on. <laughs> Dude, we were all shitting our rompers. man! It was so amazing. <laughs> Everybody was like, what the fuck's going on? It was the best timing for anything like that ever. It was really cool. Awesome. Uh, so we got another one here. Oh, yeah. Steve uh,
2: Sadek. What do we got here? This is, when a movie ruined my relationship. Uh-oh. Hey, gang. Uh, let me just by start by gushing and saying I enjoy the podcast. Something, something. Oh, um, we, don't, we don't believe you, first of all. <laughs> I wanted to sh- buy a poster. I wanted to share with you the story of when a movie ruined my relationship uh, relationship I was in. I was a sophomore in high school and a pretty awkward nerd joined the club. I was sitting in <laughs> band, cla- band class. Yup. When a junior girl slipped me a note and ran off, I opened up in the flowery, girly writing and said, would you go out with me? I think you're very cool. Ooh, fake, fake story. That is way. pretty cool. That fake story, <laughs> by the way. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> i sure it
0: was very touching. No, it is
2: touching. Uh, we, no one dated in high school, right? Uh, no, we <laughs> started dating and it was great. Suddenly, I was the cool guy among my friends for dating an older girl, especially because she could drive and I wasn't even old enough to get my learners' permit. Was she yet. a teacher? <laughs> <laughs> SVU. Uh, <laughs> I just watched that one. That one's terrible. Yeah, I mean, uh, And we had a lot of fun in that awkward high schooler way. We were eight months into the relationship when disaster struck. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> I was over at her house, and her whole family decided to watch a movie together. The movie was The Master of Disguise. Oh. Uh, which, if you don't know, is that Dana
1: Carvey starring vehicle. It's like 76 minutes long. It's, it's like a Happy him, Madison him movie. Him
0: doing it. like... In- Impressions and shit, right? Like, yeah, for a half like, hour. Like, this is me as Scarface. Now I'm a turtle man. Right? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. like
1: a feature-length Saturday Night Live audition tape. <laughs> <laughs> After you'd been on Saturday Night Live for <laughs> 20 years.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't need to tell you how funny that movie is, but you, can Im- you can't imagine how awkward it was sitting through it. I am, I, that movie's nearly unwatchable. Yeah, you know what? I think we could add this
1: to It's uh, yeah. Never Gonna Be an Episode. Because oh, really? I'm never going to watch it all the way through. I, I refuse.
2: I've I, never seen it. I was drunk as hell in my living room, and... Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> know, so
1: far, the story checks uh, out. So and this, it was this just morning?
2: Like, and I kept looking at him, you know, just being like, can we stop watching this? I know we're all having a good time, but can we stop? And it just kept happening. It
1: just kept going. Ooh. Um...
2: Uh, her, uh, how into- funny that movie is like, how awkward it is to do it her parents laughed at everything mighty <gasps> mighty nice. guffaws even at the dumbest jokes i sat there stone faced unable to muster a polite chuckle. At the end of the movie, they asked how I liked it, and I lied, and I said, it was pretty good. <laughs> when I went there the next weekend, her parents were watching the movie again. Oh I think God. these people are aliens. <laughs> <the> <laughs> silent girl- majority, everyone. My
1: girlfriend... <laughs> I'll make America great again. My
2: girlfriend and I went downstairs to hang out on our futon and started... Fuck yeah. <laughs> and, I started- <laughs> and I started joking about F-U-ton. how bad... And I started joking about how bad the Master of Disguise was. There was a lot of R-related, R-rated language in my rant, words I had been careful not to use around her parents.
0: Oh, no, the intercom was on.
2: I went upstairs to grab something <laughs> to drink later and was met by her father.
1: <gasps> oh, no, the intercom was on! Yeah. I heard so what you
2: said. you don't like the movie. I just froze there. And I don't allow cursing in my house. Oh. I think you need to go home. Oh. Wow! No. My girlfriend ended up driving me home, and it was the most awkward silence ever. Oh. I didn't get even get a goodnight kiss. Wait, My I... parents uh, just asked uh, what was up, and I said, uh, "I don't even know." <laughs> <laughs> a few days later, she called me that we needed to break up so she could focus on getting into a good
1: college. What?
2: <laughs> what clown college? <laughs> impression college i didn't i didn't see her for the rest of the summer and when school started uh in the fall she avoided me i can't prove it but i think my master of disguise rant ended the relationship i could prove it i just read your email <laughs> yeah, right dude, so was it all there
0: he was so loud that they heard or was the,
1: i guess he was, was getting th- a little overzealous i in think his yeah ranting. he was doing a
2: bit you know you, you get yeah, a bit man you get wrapped and you're, try- up. you're trying to talk up a pretty lady yeah. you know, and you start screaming <laughs> Uh, especially because
1: his rant was filled with your fucking idiot parents. <laughs> uh, I guess
2: I kind of dodged a bullet, though, since that was a really terrible movie. Hope you enjoyed my story. I love the podcast. Can't wait to see what 2016 has in store, John. Oh, thank you, John. That, oh my God, you did dodge a bullet there. I mean, you know, that's it is tough though. Like, um, and Chris Cabin was always really bad at this. <laughs> um, like, um, yeah, yeah, he will fight people on movies. When it's not time to fight people on a movie. Like when you go home for Thanksgiving and your mom's like, oh, I really like the Terminal. What you do is you say, oh, yeah, I didn't see it. Or, oh, I thought it was fun. And you leave it alone. Chris Cabin will fight an old lady <laughs> tooth and nail on a fucking saccharine Steven Spielberg movie. Like, oh, yeah. no, 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 you're wrong. It's stupid and you're stupid.
0: And it's like, dude, <laughs> when did <laughs> this just,
2: happen? No, Who, he, would, I, he would always tell these stories. Like, I went home and I got in a fight with somebody's grandmother about whatever <laughs> movie. And it's like, you've got to just back it up a bit. You for example.
1: I mean? Oh, good, you got one. For example. Here we go. One night. We found ourselves at my parents' house. It was me, my wife, other assorted relatives. Sure, sure, sure. One relative, two were really enjoying a spoof movie. <laughs> Try to keep it as vague as possible. Okay, I have... don't think my family listens, but you never you know. Didn't... I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> but two members of my family were laughing tits at this movie. Sure. And the rest of us just sat there stone cold. Mm-hmm. Just let the movie play, let the laughter flow. They left and we launched into it. <laughs> How it was so unbelievable that you could find this movie funny, but it was after they had left the property. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm not punching old ladies in the face. Yet Chris Cabot <laughs> will drag a veteran to the ground yelling <laughs> about movies. <laughs>
0: I lived with Chris Cavin for a number of years. He dragged we, you to the ground quite a bit. Yeah, we would talk long and hard into the night about about cinema.
1: Well, here's the difference, though, and I, you know, it's interesting because we would get together at purchase and like, you know, gather in our apartment. You want to rag with your buddies? That's cool. Just getting into fights, like just all fucking the movie fights. Brah. Oh, dude, the movie fights between all the like so, all our like so the stupid. friends in our program and people like that we lived with and yeah. whatnot. Like just getting in and really just yelling and fucking fighting. <laughs> you can't do that with people outside the circle. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because no. this person's like, well, I did like the Master of No, the you didn't.
2: What <laughs> is well, F- you're a fucking moron. Exactly, and the R-rated rants, by the way. Yeah, not you, a good idea. You got
1: to keep it in check. R ratings are for podcast language <laughs> and with your buddies in a bar. Yeah. All right, Eric Siska, you got another one. You, you want the Rudolph one?
2: Yeah, it's, it's really good. Cool.
0: All right, good. I didn't read. Just making sure it's good. It's good. And the next email, <laughs> Rudolph, a shiny new year awakens. Oh, shit. So I was listening to your latest animation, Damnation, Rudolph, Book of Mormon, or whatever. I mean, you just wrote the title in the subject. (laughs) Speaking of yelling about movies. Oh, you got a movie
2: fight with somebody who's not even here.
0: (laughs) Fucking yelling about tunes. So... (laughs) I had no idea this existed, or so I thought. And I'm listening to you guys talk about scenes from the movie and characters, and I start to feel clairvoyant as I knew what you would say next and, and see exactly what the characters would look like in my mind's eye. Then, like a repressed childhood memory,
1: it's
2: like Spotlight.
1: <laughs> Mark Ruffalo is about to walk out in the huff. Man, he got so mad at Michael Keaton in that scene. It's great.
0: There's some great huffs in that movie. If you know what I mean. Let's get ready to fumble. <laughs> All right. Okay. Get it together. Don't fumble yep, through this email. Uh <laughs> Then like a repressed childhood memory brought on by the smell of skin lotion an uncle used to wear. <laughs> Hold on a second. I did not realize it was going to get this close oh, to man. spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> I was hit with a wave of memories from childhood. I have seen this movie.
1: Thanks in a basement. Bring-
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> k- clink, k- clink. <laughs> Thanks for bringing up a lost memory from my child that that didn't result in me pointing at a doll in court. So, he, all yeah, right. He so get- it was a good memory. He gets right. that we would talk about spot.
1: Yeah. Well, our audience knows us.
0: Love the show and listen all the time. Several episodes, multiple times. Keep them coming. P.S., doll pointing is hyperbole, uh, but the Rankin awakens rush of memories is true and happened while I was driving in traffic, no less. Francisco. Well, thank you for listening, Francisco.
2: So I guess the question would be, like, those weird sense memories you get with either a movie or something. What are you talking about? Like for me, um, I remember uh seeing the movie Abyss, The Abyss. Oh yeah. And I had a bunch of uh Rolo uh candy with me at the oh, time. Rolo, And they're terrible. Well, I don't even know if they <laughs> Yeah, you certainly did have Rolos. Yeah, you better run fat boy. <laughs> um and I Every time I look at Rollo candy I always think about the movie The Abyss. Similarly Milano cookies always <laughs> makes me think of the uh the video game Road Rash. But this the is just like, looking at them. Oh yeah no just thinking about so it you think about the taste it just puts right. you in that place. This
0: oh so but this has this this dude had the smell.
1: Yeah I mean but it's kind of the same area here's, here's here's I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't have it with a movie uh-huh. but I have a feeling if I ever experienced these exact settings, again, I might be able to travel through time. Because uh. I know exactly what you're talking about. One Christmas, I received...
2: One magic Christmas or just one Christmas?
1: No, it was just one Christmas. Okay. I, I had a really great childhood. Okay, not not like the fucking losers in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One Christmas, I got uh, uh, Golden Eye on Nintendo sixty four. Nice, Uh, a bottle of Tommy Hilfiger cologne. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, and a CD copy of uh, Real Big Fish. uh, Turn the radio off. Uh Right, and that entire winter break was listening to that album, playing that game, drinking cologne, (laughs) drinking the bottle of cologne. Right. Uh, but no, but like so. Whenever yeah. I smell like that standard, whatever that first Tommy Hilfiger mm-hmm. cologne was, when I smell that, I think about the record and I think about the game. Yep. When I see the game, I think about the record and the cologne. It when I hear the record, thing, right? and so, but I, I haven't since like the mid nineties ever had those three happen again and I've always hypothesized that if that happened, I might just be zapped back into like 1996 or whatever it was. That's terrifying. With with your brain now? Or would you be reverted (laughs) back to those memories? I think it would just be my consciousness would take me back in time. I wouldn't physically travel. Because if you
0: could go back in time with what you know now, that would be huge. Oh, totally,
2: dude. I would just say be careful because you could butterfly affect me into being either a goth or... I don't know what else happens.
0: Go back and unbutterfly me from being a goth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> oh, man. Done deal, dude. <laughs> Yikes.
0: Well, no, I didn't wear makeup. Or no, whatever. No, you, 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 everyone
2: fine. went to Hot Topic in the 90s. Come yeah, on.
0: what you did.
2: All right. <clears throat> Last one.
1: This is uh, it's a doozy, too. Doozy is one word <laughs> yeah, for it's it. It's a prusy. <laughs> let's get ready to fumble <laughs> Oh, this is a let's get ready to fumble The, the subject line yep. <clears throat> Can't believe I just finished my drink for this one In which a grown woman poops herself <laughs> Strap in I like where this is going Go ahead, go ahead, go Hey guys, absolutely love the show, provided me uh, a ton of laughs, and usually when I really needed some in terms of embarrassing movie experiences, I have a doozy. She does. Uh, A bunch of my friends had decided to see the movie 300 for a midnight showing the night before it premiered, and since one of my best guy friends, and the guy I had been head over heels in love with at the time, Mm. was going... I decided I could handle a complete butchering of Greek Greek history if maybe I got to sit next to him and wow him with my quick and snarky remarks throughout the movie Uh-oh. because that will reel him in, right? That's not my commentary. Yeah, That's yeah. this woman has right. a strong grasp on reality <laughs> and like, is, is she's mute. seven years later knows yep. what's what. <laughs> exactly this bro
0: right. is strapping in for oiled up homoeroticism. He does not want you jumping in there, right? <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's, he wants- he's paying attention to those pecs.
1: And here's the thing. Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah. Breaking Greek nicks with Gerard Butler. <laughs> you know, when he was on the Golden Globes, he made a joke about how he couldn't read well. Yeah. That's not a joke. Don't just make <laughs> statements, Gerard Butler. I can not read. <laughs> uh, also, I don't care about uh, who writes in about this. 300 is a terrible movie. Agreed. Uh, okay. Agreed. not sure what i ate that day to make me feel so sick to my stomach earlier in the evening does this story need a spoiler alert at this point she says uh but once i got to the theater i needed to go to the bathroom however seizing the opportunity one of the girls said quote you go ahead and go to the bathroom and we'll go in and save you a seat end quote realizing if i went to the bathroom at that moment i would miss my chance at making sure i'd get a seat next to sam Oh, he sounds like a prized piece. Uh man, listen, shit is a heavier priority. <laughs> it, it has to be. Uh, poop always comes first. Uh, I told them. Well, I guess in the ke- the sense that it's number two. It's, it's it always, comes, second, yeah. comes okay. Poop should be number one, though. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, we,
0: I gotta go take a number two, and by that I mean a pee. <laughs> I told them <laughs> I do too- like to we can, tooth- we can make it happen if we, we can't can not put that toothpaste
1: back in the tube, man. No, that's like that's like saying. Uh You want green lights to mean stop and red lights to mean go. It's not going to (laughs) happen. I do. I told them I didn't have to go that badly. And into the theater we went, (sighs) me telling myself I wasn't five years old and could control my bowels well enough through a two-hour movie. Madam,
2: this is what the trailers are for. Yep. Put your coat down where you'd like it to be next Next to your boy crush, and then you go away.
1: Steven Sadek with the life hacks. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, as they say, the pride cometh before the fall. I was so focused on meditating my way through my stomach pains that I didn't say one word to Sam the entire movie. He missed out on those quips. Yeah, he, he did. He missed out on those quips. And there's plenty of them like, why is that
2: guy naked? Why is that guy <laughs> naked? Hey, why is that guy naked?
0: <laughs> I guess it's hot in Greece. I why guess is, it's
2: hot in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how is this movie homoerotic and homophobic all at once? Wait, how is this movie homoerotic and
1: homophobic all at once? It figured it out. <laughs> And was too scared to get up to use the restroom during the film in case it started a, wow, she's been gone a long time comment while I was gone. It's so easy to come back from that, ladies and gentlemen.
2: You come down and be like, oh, my God, this bitch was in there. And she was <laughs> taken up all this time. And it took me forever to even sit down. Oh, my God. Totally, I had yeah. totally a normal pee. But then this <laughs> disgusting woman was in front of me <laughs> or whatever. Or get this. There was a huge line. Yes,
0: that's, that's it. And one of the one of them were out of
1: order. Out of order. Can you believe it? Exactly. I agree with you. All right.
0: out, out, out. All right. The movie's on. Out of order.
1: <laughs> uh, I didn't want to force Sam to associate poop and me ever. What a square! This well, guy Sa- is. Sam's not like. <laughs> Sam's not like Donald Trump, where he's like, that's disgusting. A woman took a shit. That's disgusting. A woman went to the bathroom. That's disgusting. I don't know this guy. Is he dead yet? No, he's still running for president. Oh, Sam? (laughs) Sam grew up to be Donald Trump.
0: (laughs) Weirder things have happened.
1: Uh, I was only focused on getting through the evening and making it home. When the movie was done... I was going to run to the bathroom on the way out, but then Sam started a conversation with me, which carried over until our smallest group of friends were all milling about outside the theater, talking and joking around before heading home for the night. While laughing at something one of us said... You know how there's
2: that phrase, uh, you know, bros before hoes, and then, you know, women rightfully inverse it, uh, hoes before bros? Sure. Universal, non-gender... Poos before yous, mm. because anything has to happen. If you got a poo, it comes before you yeah. and everyone else you know. That's true.
1: Just, just put that. All right, so, guys, this is the, this is the second act of this email. Okay, good. Uh, while laughing at something one of us said, and before I even knew what had happened, I had shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> good gravy. A decent amount. I was in such shock, I couldn't even remember if it Uh. made any noise when it happened, so I looked frantically around at my friends' faces to gauge reactions, and it seemed as though nobody had noticed. Yet. Thankfully, we were all standing around in a circle, so nobody had a clear view of my behind. Oh, no! Since nobody had yet noticed, the person standing next to and across from them was currently pooping in their jeans (laughs) like an invalid... Oh, no. I quickly had to think of a way I could extricate myself uh, from the situation unscathed. I couldn't run back into the theater to use the restroom because that would involve drawing attention to myself, A. And B, I would have to turn my back to the group to do it. Escape route number one was out. My
2: question is: What color jeans are these? What you know? Right. I mean, I do. I do need some more details. That's why
1: I always three six five wear brown jeans. <laughs> <Just in case. laughs> Wrangler Browns, man. I was gonna ask you about those. <laughs> Brett Favre endorses
0: them. I just if you got a jacket or something, uh-huh. or like a big old sweater. Or yeah, something, you like do. You, you tie it around the back, right? Like, you do, you like, say like you're a ca- style, right? Yeah, <laughs> like you're a casual cool kid in 1989. <laughs> yes. And then you'll be like, "Catch you later, bros." Uh-huh. Got to go drop a
2: deuce. By the way, in case you're wondering, <laughs> go to that bathroom. We'll get to it because I have a story to 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 comp this with. Oh, yeah. You're sweating like a maniac at this point. Like yes. you know what I mean? Like yep. you're not like you're not as casually cool. Like oh, I don't notice the poop in that person's
1: pants. That person didn't <laughs> poo their pants. You're sweating like you're you're being interrogated. Yes. I couldn't simply walk to our cars with them because the longer I spent next to them, the harder it would be to hide what was currently (sighs) happening down below. So escape route number two was out. I figured by the amount I had shit myself, (laughs) this is like, good lord, madam, this is like my saw. If this this
0: (laughs) happened,
2: like, did
1: you cut your arm
0: off or not? Yeah, this is a nightmare scenario.
1: Uh, I had tops two minutes until the situation was beyond salvaging. I quickly pulled my phone out of my purse, waved it around a bit, and proclaimed, Hey, my mom called me a few times while (laughs) in the movie. I better call her back. You guys go ahead. Ace move, by the way. This is a good one. one. I like like this The first right move of the evening. Mm -hmm. Uh, This instigated their leaving while giving me an excuse to hang back without having to turn my back to them either they could just simply walk ahead of me while I fake chatted on the phone to my fake concerned mom. You know what I'm a fan of? A fake phone call. Oh, yeah. It's oh, insane. a fake phone call. What a lifesaver. You know, right when they... Right,
0: there's a chance, right? When you left, they were like, did you smell... Did you guys smell that? Or was... That was, that was
1: <laughs> right? That was shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. People were like... She stunk like shit, right? <laughs> uh, we saw the movie at an outdoor mall, which the theater was at the center of. Blessings from heaven. Someone in my group said, actually, we're all parked in the other direction, so we'll just say bye now and see you later. Nice. Uh, <laughs> this meant I could actually make a clean escape. Well, not a clean escape. <laughs> uh, once they were a good 25 feet away in the opposite direction, I turned my back to them and began waddle sprinting to my car. You, that's the only way you can walk in that situation. Uh Hey, hold on. I hear someone yell behind me. No, That's it, I thought. I gauged my distances wrong. I'm so stupid, and they could totally see the back of my pants when I made a run for it. Did
0: you drop this?
1: And this (laughs) is it.
0: Did you drop this? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, go on.
1: And this is it. This is when the did you just shit your pants question happens. (laughs) Oh, Oh, mercy. Good God. Uh, So what the fuck happened? Well, I'll tell you. I'm actually parked where you are, so I'll walk with you. It was Sam. Why? Why, why, why? Cool was all I could muster. I quickly turned around to face him until he caught up with me. Then once he passed me walking, I turned around again, stealthily making sure my back was never to him. I knew the smell was starting to carry, so I walked really (laughs) slow, pretending I was still on the phone and simply too distracted to walk at a normal pace. We came upon a bench and I quickly sat down and proclaimed, I gotta listen to this voicemail. It's really hard to hear. I'll see you later.
2: Nice. But that's also kind of super weird, right? Like if somebody said that to you, be like, What did you shit your pants? (laughs) Like you'd be
1: (laughs) I don't think shitting your pants is the first thing you would go
2: to. But you'd be like, Oh wow, this person doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah, 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 they're not interested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: he looked at me quizzically, then slowly stalked away to his car. I sat on that bench for twenty minutes more not wanting to risk any chance of him waiting for me or any other reason he wouldn't have just gotten in his car and left. Oh, no. By this point, my pants and underwear were well and truly ruined, as was my pride and feminine mystique. I waddle-walked the rest of the way to my car, and I cried the whole way home, wondering how this even happened and how my in-the-moment escape planning could have possibly even worked in a closely situated group of seven people. The next day, I called one of my best friends who laughed her head off at what happened and promised me in a year I would find this hilarious, and thankfully I do, even years later. I'm not sure if anyone in the group I went with ever knew what happened that night because nobody ever said anything to me about it. If Sam ever knew, he obviously didn't care that much since we started hooking up a few years later. All right. Oh, my God. Now we're talking. Thanks again for all the laughs. You guys are the best. Keep it up. Good for you. You know, honestly... (sighs) it
2: uh, happens it you know that's the thing that's the thing no one will tell you in the cold light of day that happens adults shit their pants <laughs> oh really you I, guys I, huh? I will tell you um <laughs> right now you know we just got that nice email from from another fan uh <laughs> I can't uh, um, relate to menstruating in a movie theater or in public. You can't? But I can relate to shitting your pants in public. Sure. Uh, back Here the we day, go. Read the Entourage episode when we talked about Chris Cabin's old Sunset Park apartment. We're talking a lot about Chris Cabin, as we always do. Oh, yeah. well, you got keep to the, keep
1: the storytelling going, as is the tradition. Um, keep them alive. <laughs> You know we must he's not been... really
0: dead no, he... find a way to remember he is...
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's not dead at all true. Uh, thankfully
2: um he uh, he was living in sunset park uh park, park Brooklyn, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Way down in Brooklyn, Uh, I was living in the Bronx, which is in the North Bronx, nonetheless, like pretty far up. It's You know, by public transportation standards,
1: you're like three hours out of your day. Exactly.
2: So, uh, you know, we all hung out that night, uh, got wasted, probably had fucking really bad food at four o'clock in the morning, passed out. Woke up, and Chris is like, we weren't brunch types back in 2007. <laughs> it was like, hey, who wants to get some greasy shit pizza? And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> that's a great idea before I get on a three-hour train ride. So I have two slices of pepperoni, and I say, you know what? And it's Sunday, and I'm, like, you know, doing the math in my head. I was like, that's a three-hour ride. Like, it's time for me to go. I want to get home before the sun goes down, etc., etc." Yeah, et yeah. I Yeah, on I get on the R train. I'm not feeling great. I get. I switch to the N, and I'm feeling even worse. And like we're getting around Times Square, so we're we're, oh we're in Manhattan no. at this point. And I'm like, man, I really gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta take a number two, right? And I just it's I, number I'm feeling one now. But. <laughs> it's the number one to Eric's uh, metric. We're, we're switching it up. <laughs> but I'm start being vain, and I'm like, you know what, Stephen. It's going to take you so long to get home that by the time you get out in Times Square where there's a ton of bathrooms you could use, by finding a bathroom, by asking for the bathroom code or whatever the situation may be, it's going to add another 45 minutes onto this incredibly long trip. <laughs> and, and you just want to be home, right? So I, I hold it out. I switch over to the 5 train at, uh, at Lexington. And on the way, we get up to Harlem and it's really hitting me. And I'm like, dude, you're a grown-ass adult. And you've got this, because this is the, story, the thing no one tells you in school. <laughs> you think you'll never shit your pants until you do. That's true. Our lady listener there was like, you know what? I could just ride this movie out. I've gone two hours without taking a shit. Yep. It's fine. Yep. But when it—when your, bo- your body is screaming at you, you'd better listen. Oh, sure. And uh, it goes away around 125th Street. And I'm like, oh, cool. I don't have to go. Jump out in Harlem. Again, there's a lot of bathrooms there, but I'm like, I don't want... It's the same situation, but it's even worse because it's less bathrooms. I'm like, good. I can make it. By the time we cross over to the Bronx... I'm like, oh my God, I have to go. And I, I start doing the dump walk on the
1: train. <laughs> like the up and down. Oh, here it comes, here it comes. And like waiting. at this point, may I point out that anybody who was in this train car with you was like, look at this fucking short, crazy person. <laughs> and sweating pacing up a, back and forth. Got the dump sweats like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Probably
2: talking to himself. Oh, yeah, like, come
1: on, come on, hold on, hold on <laughs> for me.
2: Come and on, is he yeah. blaring
1: incubus out of this <laughs> earphone? No, it was
2: too late for incubus. <laughs> it's probably nick drake uh just cooling me down man what a what a catalog to shit yourself to (laughs) i run out it's grand concourse and i'm like oh man i just gotta get to a and it happens and it happens and i'm as surprised as anybody else you know what i mean like because you don't expect it to happen to you until it does and i'm sitting there in standing there in public and no one can see. Like I'm wearing like loose enough jeans. Yeah. Um. But I'm also worried about roll out, which you have to worry about with loose <laughs> jeans. Oh, yeah. Like, like you know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. That what, was the <laughs> style back then. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like this thing. could I don't want to leave a trail as I'm leaving. I got a little loose jeans. I got a little story about roll out. Uh huh. Are you done? No, no. Um. Go so on. it's terrible. My I'm dejected. I turn white. I run upstairs. I'm in the middle of nowhere now. There's no McDonald's. There's nothing. I need a bathroom. I can't just go home like this. So I go, I find an optometry college (laughs) that is (laughs) closed because it's Sunday. Holy shit. And the security guard really doesn't want to let me in. And I mean really. And I have to sweet talk him a little bit. Like, (laughs) Can I please use your bathroom? I apologize. I'll be just a minute. And he looks at me and he's like, "Ah, come on, man, you're cool." And I'm like, "Big mistake, pal." <laughs> Just, like, go in the bathroom and I you're throw... like, washing your pants and stuff. I'm wa- "Yeah, I'm washing everything. I throw the underwear out in the garbage uh, in there, no. which that guy probably had to clean later."
1: Uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> Security guards and janitors are two different jobs.
2: <laughs> I walk out, I get a cab, I take a $30 cab ride home in <laughs> jeans that I will later throw out. And I just felt like shit for the rest of the day. Because it does happen. Yeah. That is
0: a, that is a scary story. Um, this one didn't happen to me. Okay. Oh. A little rollout. Yeah, a yeah. little
2: surrogate. Beric Fiska is going to show up. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: I actually, uh, no, I don't do that because that's filthy. But a friend of mine uh, worked at a Barnes & Noble uh-huh and apparently, for a long time, this dude would go to Barnes and Noble repeatedly, uh-huh. and he would take a shit in his pants <laughs> every I, time I guess every whenever he struck uh-huh. I don't know if it was every time he was in the store, but what he would do he would take a book off of the shelf uh-huh. open it up to like the middle of the book, and do like a rollout turd. I mean this guy's got, what. He probably oh. had great fiber. He was probably taking supplements to get this to happen, to be like a nice, perfect... Oh, yeah, pill. like a rabbit <laughs> pellet. or, or oh, Yeah, or God. whatever it was. But it was... it was, And then what he would do is he'd close the book and... No. Sm- yeah. So the, so the turd would be smushed into the book, and he'd put it back on the shelf. So then wow. you'd buy like a shit book.
1: And people want to know why Amazon.com has taken over the world. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. That's yeah. disgusting. That's, uh, Yeah. Well, I won't not participate. <laughs> because Steve's right. This is something they don't tell you in training to be an adult. At some point in your life, you are going to shit your pants. And you know an what, adult. Eric? You're sitting on a high horse, and you're like, you know what? That'll
2: never happen to me until it does. I mean, I've been at, like, you know, you, you,
0: you, you, you're you like, no, nah, I, I, I've been on the on the urine end. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, like, it's like, yeah, you, you, there's a lot of times you're like, I shuck enough.
1: <laughs> it
0: has been shook
1: I oh, was not. I was hosting a screening in college of the Lolita remake <laughs> uh the Jeremy Irons one Irons, Frank Langella um and so it was we were taking a, it was a Kubrick uh, seminar like adaptation cuz all Kubrick's movies yeah. are adaptations yeah. of previous writing so it, it was like you read the thing and then you watched the movie so this was like an extra screening um Watch the the Lolita remake yeah. and talk about it and whatever. So I get this thing going and it's in this huge lecture hall, huge lecture hall. And there's only like 10 people that showed up. It's a Lolita remake, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why no one showed yeah. up. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, great. I watched it the night before. I'm just going to go in the back and conk out. And this was a lecture hall that you and I had had classes in. Oh, I know that, that one. That's oh, a good place to snooze Oh, they in. just... The, they, they bent right at the perfect part in your back, and you could just have the best sleep of your life, was right? Was
0: this Natural Sciences?
1: Or? The Natural Sciences yeah. lecture yeah. hall. It was perfect for sleeping. We've yeah. all slept there, everybody. And so <laughs> I was like, cool. I'll sleep in the back till the movie's over with. Then I'll lead the discussion, and you know, then we'll get out of there. So it was also like... It was it was senior year. I'd been working on my thesis. I was on like pain meds because uh, I've been having like back problems from like dude, sitting and God writing. knows what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, all the backyard wrestling you were doing. Yeah, I had been thrown through a car windshield the weekend prior, <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and I'm like, and it's college, by the way, so I'm in thin pajama pants. No. Yes. Yikes! And so I'm hepped up on all these. As goof, was the style at the time. As was the style at the time. Wear thin pajama pants, get hepped up on goofballs, and then go out in public to host a screening. This is what college kids did at the time. Yeah. So I hightail it to the back of this lecture hall, and I'm sitting down to get the best sleep of my life, and I break wind. Uh And as I break wind as I'm sitting, it happened. (laughs) Because I'm just loose. I'm on these muscle meds. I'm loose. Who knows? I'd say that is
0: the biggest danger and maybe the biggest perpetrator is like, is it a fart? Oh
2: yeah, (laughs) Yeah. is it a fart, man? You don't know.
1: It's not. You don't know. And I didn't even question it. And it's as I'm getting ready to sit down in this chair, and it happened. And I knew it happened the second I sat. I was like, this is over with. Mm -hmm. Everything is over with. I bounced back up like I sat on a tack Mm -hmm. and just ran down the (laughs) stairs of this lecture hall, like skipping steps at a time in these thin pajama pants. (laughs) God, you got any rollout going? No rollout. Thank God no rollout. The floor was carpeted in that place, if you remember. Yeah, you're in trouble. Oh, man. So I get to the restroom. I ditch those uh, those boxer shorts. They were useless. Uh Uh-huh. And then I just went home. <laughs> I was supposed to lead a discussion after nope, the screen. Nope, nope. No, 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 no. I didn't even go back to pick up that DVD. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> I just went home. I took a shower. I threw those pants out. They were very nice pants, by uh-huh. the way. And then that was the end of it. Because you know what, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, it happens. If it hasn't happened to you yet, it's definitely going to happen to you in the future mm-hmm. and you know what it, a, a good visualization
2: technique which i think helps a lot in these situations where you're like oh my god what's gonna happen if you if you're gonna fart <laughs> you need to picture yeah. edward james almost in battlestar galactica on the on the bridge right <laughs> or in, in what's, what's it called the opera room the, the uh, i don't i don't I, the situation whatever whatever, whatever room was, was the war where it's room. like and like you know uh uh, uh and and ty is like captain we got something coming up. It's like, is that a fucking fart? And it's just like, and you know, you just think about it. Yeah, it's like, gonna, gonna is look- that a fart or a shit, Saul? I don't care if you're drunk or what. I need to know what's going on on that <laughs> ship because it's like, it's like a Cylon. Are you letting a Cylon into your life, right? Or are you just gonna fart?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's hard to gauge. It is hard and, to uh...
2: gauge. Just, and then, and when you're thinking like, oh, it might not be, then imagine. Uh, Uh, Adama breaking that model ship (laughs) to pieces
1: because that's what your life will look like afterwards. It's true. And listen, I I commend this woman for writing this email because this is something adults don't talk about outside of a Larry the Cable Guy special.
0: (laughs) And I don't care who you are. That's
1: That's funny. funny. That's WHM Mailbag for this month, everybody. For your February edition, I will say this. How about some romance at the movies? Oh, I like that idea. Valentine's Day mailbag. See
0: what shakes
1: out, if you will. We'll light a candle and we'll read your love story. Totally. So if you have some questions for us or have some loving stories you want read on the air, right in the mailbag. Love Gone Wrong as well. Oh, Love Gone Wrong, of course. course, Yes. So either way, right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Love Gone Wrong. Like that dude's master of disguise <laughs> rant that definitely ruined that relationship. Yeah. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Until February, I'm Andrew Jupin and Steven Zeta. Eric Siska Take it easy.